0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: Now, we can all see the way our cities and towns are changing as the move to active transport is being pushed at every opportunity. Road space for cars is being reduced and more space provided for bicycles. And as we know, not all of the new infrastructure is particularly attractive. Plastic posts and bollards are littering our streetscapes, but... That's the price we must pay for getting people back on two wheels. But a big bugbear is where do householders store their two wheels? If you live in an apartment looking around Dublin City Centre it seems the balcony is the place where you store your bike because it may not be safe in the basement. If you live in a semi-detached house well maybe round the side passage of your house to the garden shed if you have a side passage. But if you live in a terraced house what then? In your front room or maybe in a storage unit at the front of your house. Well, a year after several homeowners had to remove storage units under threat of prosecution, Siobhan Kelly was sent a warning letter about her front garden bike shed in January of last year, telling her that she was being investigated for unauthorised development and could face a fine, imprisonment or both. And she joins me in studio now. Siobhan, good morning. Good
0: morning, Pat. That must have been a
1: scary letter to get in the post. It
0: was very frightening, I must admit. What did they threaten you with? They threatened me with the enforcement action was a 12 million euro fine and or two years imprisonment. And uh, that that was the consequences if they had to take me to court to force me to take down my unit. Now, uh,
1: describe your unit to me. I've seen a picture of it, but for our so, listeners.
0: Yeah. So uh, actually, I, I will describe it to you. But just to preface that by saying that in before I put it up, which was in December of 2022, I contacted Dublin City Council in July of 2022 and I explained in detail what the unit was that I was considering to put in my front garden. And the reason I contacted them was because that I knew that at the apex, it was two metres in height. The walls were 1.5 metres, which seemed to be fine, but I was just a little concerned about the two metres.
1: Yeah. Now, let's just uh, describe your house. You have a semi-D, but you've no side passage. I have a semi-D, but no side passage. Okay. Now, you were going to put this... Uh, shed, kind of perpendicular to the house itself up against a side wall.
0: Exactly, okay. against so my boundary wall.
1: The neighbour, for example, would see the point 0.5 of, you, of they, your... Ex- they would You've see... You've got a wall 1.5. Yeah. And the total height was 2 metres. So the extra point 0.5 they would see.
0: The extra, not even because there's actually an extra fence on top of our wall. Okay. So it was literally just They'd the very, the very top of the apex. Yeah, That's all they would see. Yeah. OK. Yeah.
1: So uh, somebody complained about you?
0: I guess somebody complained about me. So the next thing I knew, I got this enforcement notice, which I was really surprised because I had contacted Dublin City Council six months in advance and asked them, could I have this unit? And in my front garden. So I, I really would have thought that once I said, front garden, they would have said, no, you cannot have anything in your front garden. But they did Mm. not. They sent me out a link to the guidelines and the guidelines, in hindsight, are pretty unclear and misleading. So So, what did the guidelines uh, guidelines suggest to you
1: about your shed? The
0: guidelines suggested to me that it said you cannot have anything forward of the front wall of your house. So to my mind, that meant my front garden wall, which entirely makes sense. You're not going to put anything out on the path. But within the confines of your own boundary, on your own property, to me, it made sense. And also it appeared that the apex wasn't an issue mm. because you were allowed to have walls of that height uh, on the boundary, on the side boundary. On the
1: side boundary, but not the yeah. front, because they have limits on what you can do at the precisely, front of your precisely. house. Now, what, what is interesting to me, by the way, is the fact that there have been scandalous uh, erections by people, unauthorised erections. And when Dublin City Council is contacted, the enforcement area, they do nothing. Yes. You know, people who build extensions that are overlooked. Yes. They do nothing.
0: They do nothing. And so, that so, brings So but me, a
1: bicycle shed seems like an easy target.
0: Well it does seem like an easy target. And th- this wasn't a built unit, it was a it was an assembled unit. So what, what I have come to understand is that Dublin City Council, and I suppose all councils, have this thing called statutory discretion. So it means that they have the authority that if they receive a complaint about something, they can go out, they can inspect or indeed in the case of mine, they never came out and inspected, they made the decision sight unseen, that they can actually waive enforcement action, that they okay. can apply this benign consideration under yeah. this statutory yeah. discretion. Just
1: just to be clear, these guidelines, which mm. um, if they were to be enforced rigorously, mm. would mean that you could not have a dog kennel in the front of your house.
0: These guidelines, if they're enforced rigorously, you cannot have any structure whatsoever in your front garden.
1: So a small garden shed to store your tools. Absolutely
0: not. Absolutely nothing.
1: No dog kennel. No little storage unit for your tools, irrespective of its height. Nothing. And certainly no bicycle shed.
0: Certainly no bicycle sheds. Okay.
1: Now, uh, when you um, you're in a semi-D without a side passage, Mm. uh, and you wanted the bicycle shed for bicycles.
0: I wanted the bicycle shed for my own bike, my son's bike. Um, He would use his bike all the time for transport. He was using it constantly, and also for my mother's wheelchair. Um, my mother was, she could still stand, but she couldn't walk very far, so we had yeah. a wheelchair for her, and it was marvellous. We could literally just, it was so convenient, take it in and out. And yeah. it was so,
1: so she could walk, get out of the, the wheelchair in the front garden, you yeah. put the wheelchair in the bicycle shed, and she'd go, happy yeah. as anything. Yeah. Uh, so it was very convenient from that point it of It was you. wonderful, yes. And was there any possibility that you could take all this equipment in into the house and through to the back garden.
0: Previously I had it in the house and that's exactly what I was doing. It. I, I was dragging it through the house but then I developed a, a problem with my back and it I just couldn't really lift, especially the wheelchair was rather heavy and I couldn't do it.
1: And the idea of wheeling bikes through the house into the back garden to store them is not...
0: It's messy, especially if it's raining or, you know, a bit muddy outside. Yeah, not ideal.
1: Presumably uh, along your road, uh, there are loads of people who have bicycles and who don't have access to their back garden uh, because of the design of their houses. Do any of them have front garden bicycle sheds?
0: On my very road, there's probably 20 of them right now.
1: 20 of them right now?
0: Yeah, On my very road. Okay.
1: Um,
0: So I'm just totally
1: gobsmacked really about this, that there they are putting bollards up everywhere, cutting road space, encouraging everyone to cycle. Mm. Do you cycle now?
0: I don't cycle now because when I had to get rid of the bike... Um, I just couldn't face bringing you through the, the house again. And also the problem with my back was really prohibiting me from doing that.
1: OK, so does your son cycle?
0: No. So ultimately we so got rid of the
1: Ryan's great green drive, to active transport. You and your son were active yes. transporters. Yes. And now, because of Dublin City Council, you can no longer, even though neighbours of yours along the same road, now perhaps no one complained about them.
0: Well, I'm not so sure about that because I have seen, for example, with Dublin City Council on units on my very road that were complained about, more by making a point of it, I think. They were given this benign consideration of the statutory discretion that is allowed to be applied. And Mm. while they were told that they are in breach, they would not be taking enforcement action because they said it's minor.
1: But yours was major,
0: according to them. Must have been different. Yeah, Mine it, was not given. The it's just the,
1: the, the, the fact that the joint up thinking uh, is, uh, doesn't seem to be there. Precisely,
0: yeah. And th- that is really one of the reasons why I'd like to make uh, th- this known to people. Because if you do have any kind of unit in your front garden, you are in breach of this legislation. And just as I was, you're open to this enforcement action, which means you're open to the penalties. So it sounds ridiculous on the surface of it. Why, why mm. would anybody take you to court over this? But it's happened to me.
1: Yeah. Now, the the thing is about the bicycle shed, which is assemblable and therefore disassemblable. Exactly. If they're words, yes. Um,
0: it's not a permanent structure. It's not a permanent structure. It's a temporary structure.
1: Because I'm just thinking, if it's a temporary structure, now, admittedly, semi permanent in the sense that you want to keep your bike there until you're too old for active travel. Yeah. Um. But would a bouncy castle then be in breach in the front garden? <laughs>
0: It possibly would. I'm not sure. Um, I know that you can store a boat in your front garden. I know that you could have a a A horse box, a caravan. Yes, it it was suggested to me put put my unit on wheels. But, you know, that just seems a little bit silly. If
1: you had put your uh, self-assembly garden shed on wheels, it would have been okay.
0: Well that was just Until the robbers to came and
1: told you yes, shed exactly, away with exactly. your bicycles
0: and and had Dublin City Council decided that I was being facetious perhaps and taken me to court I I probably wouldn't have won that
1: Okay, so where do we stand now? I mean, you did approach various government departments to see I could have. they join up the dots for Dublin City Council, who seem I have in this case and all the local councillors. And I must yeah. say,
0: Donna Cooney has been very helpful with that. And she actually tabled a motion, which uh, subsequently Stephen Matthews submitted. So as far as I know, there hasn't been any update on that since Sam Trauman did a, an article last year about all of that um, but yes I have been engaging I've been writing to all the ministers so I wrote to the Minister for Transport who told me that it's actually the Minister for Housing and yeah, Local, local heritage, heritage blah 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 um, Dara Bryan, so. yeah Dara O'Brien and then Dara O'Brien said to me no it's actually the Minister for State so I suppose the interesting point about that is that they were all saying to me that they they are engaging with this. They're trying to push it forward. But my question is, well, if you don't even know really who's responsible for (laughs) it, who exactly are you engaging with? And just feels a little bit like it's it's a nice answer. Thank you. But I'm not sure that you're really pushing the agenda.
1: But aren't there supposed to be new rules coming in?
0: Well, are there? So I wrote to the Minister for State and I got a letter back just last week to tell me that they may consider changing the legislation but that if they do consider changing it that it will have to go through both houses to be passed so really very little hope that anything would change maybe even in the long term
1: What I'd like to know is um, how do they operate this discretion like Well if I would like to know that too yeah, like there, there has to be some guidelines for the officials yeah. who make decisions Yeah Uh, because they want to be transparent, maybe freedom of information to try and find out who is the person who made this decision and on what basis and comparing it to other people who've been allowed to retain theirs on the basis because the the business of fairness demands mm. that everyone should be treated and and that is, that
0: is how I feel and that is why I'd like people to understand the consequences of putting these units but I did ask Dublin City Council and I did get a sort of reply and really they just look at the at the unit as a whole and they decide based on their discretion mm. So the unit that I spoke about that was given this benign consideration, that is actually a permanent structure. It's been built in. It's attached to Ooh. the to the walls. It's not temporary like mine. And that has been allowed to stay. So, yes, I had that conversation with them and I'm still waiting on a reply.
1: Well, maybe um, if we apply to Dublin City Council for a, a spokesperson to come in and talk to us about how mm. discretion is applied, because mm-hmm. I, I have never really liked discretionary decisions, you mm-hmm. know, whether the minister mm-hmm. makes the decision or some official makes it. I want, for everything, a rules-based system. So, you know, what, you, you look you know at the rules, you, you know where you stand. Yeah, but yeah. the political class never like that. They always like to give themselves wiggle room. Yes, always I, suppose do.
0: So. I suppose so.
1: Um, another concern from a listener, what about the three large refuse bins I have permanently in my front garden? Listener, they have wheels. <laughs> Two wheels. They're probably okay. Fair point. They Um, do have wheels. The recommendation from manufacturers and some governments, such as the UK government, is that charging and storage of batteries for e-bikes and scooters should ideally be outside in a shed or garage. Any solution for storage should include safe external charging and storage. So there you are. And therefore, you should not be storing your e-bike if it was an e-bike. Inside the house, Mm -hmm. you should not
0: Excellent point, yes
1: Um, uh, One thing the government and ministers can do really well and excel in Is bouncing an issue from one department to another When they don't know how to deal with it Um, In my neighbourhood, several houses extensively refurbished uh, Including changes to entrances and fronts without planning permission That's for others, it seems That's from Dahi. Well, you're allowed to extend up to 400 square feet without permission, but according to certain rules. But I'm not sure if you extend out the front of your house to give you a porch when no other house has a porch, whether that's allowed. That's something we'd have to... Um, check up on. Uh, sorry if I missed this, but what was the size of the shed? I mean, people are wondering. So we have the height, two two meters
0: at the apex. Was it the a, wall you know, was the, one point five meters? Yeah. Was the, it a monstrosity? The, in other words, no. The width of it was one point one meters, and the other dimension was two point two. It turns out to be a square footage, or sorry, a square meter of two point six square meters.
1: As it stands on the ground, As two point six square yeah, meters. Yeah.
0: So to put that in context, by um, I have a, a small car, a Nissan Note, so it's about a third of that size.
1: A third of the Nissan Note. Yeah. And now you're not cycling anymore.
0: And now I'm not cycling anymore, and my son is enjoying lifts from his mother, which on rainy mornings is is lovely, yeah. but it's it's not really the point, and that's really why the the photo the photo shoot, if I can call it that, with Aim Ryan last week you know, just just brought about. That's why I contacted the journalist who, who yeah, wrote tell the story. Tell us, where
1: was Eamon Ryan? What was he doing?
0: So Eamon Ryan was literally two minutes from my house. He was yeah. out on Clontarf seafront uh, with some others and had some photos taken. And he spoke about the lovely new cycle path that's there in Clontarf um, and the progress that's happened. He's talked about the money that's been spent. And I suppose my thought is, well, this is all our money that's being spent on a cycle path and I can't store my bike, I won't be using this cycle path. And just to go back a little bit in terms of the legislation, it also seems to be possible for the ministers to give guidance on how the current legislation is interpreted. They don't need to interpret it in such a way that, you know, that you cannot have it. There can be an exemption. And, and that that possibility yeah. is there open to them. In fact, Sam Trauman reported on that in that article mm. in, in July. Yeah. And let's face it: the public have voted with their feet. Every second house nearly has a storage unit. This is an outdated law; it's not fit for yeah. purpose today.
1: Now, uh, the, the questions: What about those front garden enclosures for wheelie bins? People have built things. They are for also
0: their, they are their, also not allowed.
1: They are not allowed. They are not allowed. Um, these days, many people are parking one or two enormous SUVs that are much larger than a garden shed in their driveways. So maybe they should also have to apply for planning permission, indeed, in terms of obscuring people's light and views and so Absolutely. on. Absolutely. That, that that can be yeah. uh, the case. It, it's extraordinary. Now, the, the, you know, they might argue that it can be unsightly and if all the garden sheds have different shapes and sizes and colours and heights and all that, that it makes the road look, you know, a bit sloppy and tatty.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: then I would point to all the apartment blocks they've given permission to with washing on the balconies and bicycles on the balconies and buggies and... Uh, you know, climbing frames yeah. and point to what they've done to the city well, streets themselves and, with and plastic the bollards everywhere.
0: Sorry to speak over you, Pat. Um, at the time when all of this began, I sent in over 100 pictures to Dublin City Council of various units all over my locality and including a unit on a balcony in an apartment complex.
1: Siobhan, you're doing your due diligence on this one, and hopefully, we we'll get I'm an answer. Trying. We'll apply to Dublin City Council to, to get their methodology in deciding yay mm. or nay mm-hmm. and why some houses on your street have been allowed these uh, front garden constructions mm-hmm. and others not. Uh, Siobhan Kelly, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, you very studio. much,
0: Pat. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.